Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome to another episode of the Can I Own podcast. I am your host, Art Veal, and in this podcast, we discuss some of the tools and tips and hopefully things you can use um, to um, in your renting journey, and hopefully you're moving toward ownership or eventually want to get to ownership because that's the kind of stuff we discuss in this podcast. So today is Friday. And I want to uh, discuss something a little bit lighthearted. I am going to discuss a topic that comes up, a question at least, that comes up a lot in my business. And that question is, how long does it take for me to get qualified to buy a home if I don't have credit or don't have good credit and I don't have much money to put down on a house? How long does it take? So... This is a question everyone asks when they don't know much about the uh, buying a home process. And um, the answer, I'll, I'll cut to the chase so you don't have to listen to me, me rambling on. But the answer is, with almost everything else, it depends. Um, it depends on how you address your issues. You know, it doesn't really take much to buy a house. Um, it takes a little bit of knowledge and it takes a little bit of legwork. The problem is most people that are willing to do the legwork don't have the knowledge, and most people that have the knowledge don't want to do the legwork, meaning that a mortgage broker or a lender or someone that has the knowledge on what it takes a lot of times to get financing for a house, a lot of times they don't want to do the legwork with you to help you buy. They want to just they want to deal with you once you're ready to buy. And at the same time, the person that wants to buy a house that um, doesn't mind doing the legwork and whatever is required, a lot of times doesn't have the knowledge that they need to buy uh, or, or to get themselves qualified for a home. So when something like this happens and there are um, you don't have the knowledge or in most cases you don't have the knowledge on what it takes to get financing, um, what you have to do is you have to educate yourself. And so depending on how long it takes you to educate yourself and actually do the steps that are required, that's what's going to depend on how long will it take you. I've seen families, I personally, in my rent-to-own business, and not that it takes a rent-to-own house to get qualified for a home, um, but when people are in my rent-to-own program, I take them through what I call the six steps to home ownership. And these are six steps that I develop that if you follow these six steps, it will almost always guarantee that you are qualified for a home. Now, the the catch in that is that you don't know how long the six steps are going to take you. There are some people that are very ambitious, that are very much, they really do want to buy a home and they don't they won't let anything stop them. It's almost like a mindset. And they get to a point where they're determined that they're going to make this work for them. And with that, I've seen those people get qualified and ready to buy a house in as little as about 60 to 90 days. So some people are really on top of it. Other people, they, you know, aren't sure. So it's something a lot of times when you're working with something that you're not comfortable with, you're slower because you're not sure if you're doing it right. You don't want to make a mistake. And I've seen people take all the way up to two years to get qualified to buy a home. Um, and they weren't working very fast. But the secret, if you're trying to work quickly to get qualified to buy a home, the secret is to do several techniques that are required for you to fix your credit or build a down payment. Do them simultaneously. So in some of the in some of the can I own products, I talk about how to build your credit. 
Um, and I also talk about how to repair your credit. Now, building and repairing your credit are two different things. Building is adding credit to your credit profile, while repairing credit is removing negative items or things that hurt your credit profile. While there are two separate techniques that you have to do to do both of these, you can do them simultaneously. But some people want to do the credit repair first, and then they want to see how their credit score looks. And then they do the credit building and the credit building sometimes can take time depending on which technique you use. So it depends on if you do them together the same way with the down payment. If you want to save your money, if you want to go the traditional route and save your money for a down payment and use money that you saved, then it can take you a year, a year and a half, two years, depending on how much you save and how fast and how big of a house or down payment you need that you're trying to buy. It can take some time. But at the same time, if you use some of the creative techniques that I go over uh, in the six steps to home, then some people have their down payment immediately within a day or two because they use other people's money they use the seller's money they use grant money they use uh money that they are able to pull from something that typically you don't get a down payment from but in the six steps i show them how to pull money from different sources that they may not have known about and when they pull money from those sources then it allows them to get the money for a down payment immediately now having said that just because you can do the whole process quickly does not mean that's always the best pro the, the best way for you to do it. There's nothing wrong with taking some time to do this process. Um, it's very common for people to take a little bit of time and depending on their situation, uh, will much more decide how soon they can buy a house. I dealt with a family that uh, was really hardcore committed to buying a house and they did everything extremely fast and they were approved for a loan uh, within I want to say I want to say 45 days they were approved for a loan the problem with that was that the loan was not a very good loan and the way I explained it to them you know I understand you're excited to get be able to qualify for this house but I would much rather you take a little bit more time get things together in a little bit better order and then qualify for a better loan it's no point in getting that that's what caused the market crash in the early 2000s because families were told that they qualify for a loan and really they still had things they need to, needed to work out or things that they needed to get in order or maybe some reserves they needed to build and they just took the loan because they were told they were qualified when you need to make sure that you get a good loan that's the goal the goal is not to just get a loan the goal is to get a good loan that you can keep for years and years and years and you can ultimately you know pay off and own this house you know free and clear so with that you know, while there is there's a caveat to this, how soon can you get a house or how soon can you get qualified for a loan? You need to make sure that you're getting a good loan. And so that's some of the stuff I go over in the six steps to home. Now, um, for those of you that are really gung ho and you're ready to make those changes. One last thing that I like to tell people is that the first step, even before the six steps, the step zero or step uh, pre step one is to make sure that you have a strong budget. And I constantly tell people that a budget will make every other step in the process much easier. I used to have a very simple budget product that I um, gave to my tenant buyers that were in my rent-to-own properties. And um, that that is called the Bulletproof Budget. And it was a very easy way. It wasn't a very complicated budget. It was made for someone who lives paycheck to paycheck uh, and they don't really have any significant savings 
and they want to, you know, build a savings. They want to uh, stop living paycheck to paycheck. It's a very simple way to stop living paycheck to paycheck and to build savings automatically. And if you follow the the steps that were in the bulletproof budget, a lot of times it would you would actually get to a point where um, you saved without even noticing that you were saving. It was kind of like an automatic saving system, and it was very easy to do. And uh, I I had that product for a while, and I used to give it to my tenants. Um, in fact, I have a site on the uh, on the Can I Own site. Uh, I'll put a link to it below where you can get a free copy of the Bulletproof Budget DVD. And like I said, it's something that you can use. But a lot of times, if you can get your budget in order, it makes the other steps t going toward buying a house much easier. But I don't ever want you to think that your credit is too bad that you can't buy a house or that your your down payment money, you don't have it and you don't have any play way of getting it because there is always a way. Um, a lot of times it is not paying off old debts that will fix your credit. A lot of times it's just establishing new credit, stopping the bleeding on some of your past credit mistakes and moving forward. So you're never too late to make those changes. You're never too late to educate yourself. It's just something that you can do. You just have to be positive about it and things will work out. You'll be surprised at how quickly you can get qualified. And another benefit of it, besides the fact that you'll get qualified to buy a house and can eventually buy a house, buying a house is the first step to generational wealth, to creating wealth. Buying a home or owning a home is the number one uh, generational wealth transfer that happens with people. How many people know someone or have someone where their their parent or their their guardian died and left them a house and the house was paid off and then that person's able to either move into that house and and live, you know, mortgage free because of that house or they can sell that house and take the money and put themselves in a better position financially. Real estate, owning real estate is the number one way to transfer wealth through generations. So it's a good thing to own a home. Um and you save money when you own a home, when you pass down generational wealth, when you have your credit in order, when you have a, a, an automatic down payment system or an automatic savings plan in place, you save money. You pay less for insurance. You pay less for all kinds of things that check your credit. Even if you're not using your credit insurance and things like that, they check your credit before they offer you insurance. And the stronger your credit is, the more money you will save. So these are all things that will help you further yourself financially, whether you're looking to buy a house or not. But again, um, these are steps that you should take. So in answer to the question, in conclusion, how long it takes you to buy a house if you don't have credit and no down payment? It depends. It can be anywhere as short as 45 days or less, all the way up to two you know, two years, a year and a half, two years. But again, it's all about how hard you're willing to work and how how much you're going to let yourself be told that it can't be done. You can do it. You just have to educate yourself, put that education to work. And at the worst case scenario, what does it cost you? It costs you a little bit of time, a little bit of effort, and you better yourself, even if you don't reach the goal as fast as you want. So I hope this uh, podcast has shed some light on the process and what's involved with getting qualified for a home. Um, if you'd like more information, look on the notes of this podcast. Um, and also you can look at some of our previous podcasts because we talk about a lot of different options as far as um, different things that would help you along in your uh, journey toward ownership.
So again, my name is Art Veal, and this has been the Can I Own podcast. I hope this information has been helpful to you. If you have any questions or comments or uh, things you're concerned about or things that didn't make sense, please leave a comment in the section below. I'll be sure to respond uh, at my earliest convenience. Until then, I wish you the best. Have a great day and uh, can't wait to talk to you next time. Goodbye.